All right, welcome back everybody to the Kilo Train Podcast. This is episode number 20. Today I have two very special guests joining us. I have Abby Hartzler and Isabel Wolf, and they are members at Kilo 2, have been members for, I think, almost two years now. Yeah, a year, a little over a year year. and a half, yeah. Yep, and um, Abby and Izzy are in the same class for dental school, and they are two of my favorite members when it comes to dedication and just staying disciplined, staying on the war path, as I like to say. Um, a little copying from Jocko there, but yeah, these two are on, on the war path as much as anybody, and to watch their, their daily grind is is very inspiring. So got them on here. They're going to share a little bit about themselves and uh, their past and, and uh, their CrossFit experience at Kilo 2 and maybe a little of their future plans. So uh, we'll start with Abby. Um, Abby, you found CrossFit Kilo 2 about a year and a half ago, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And how long have you been doing CrossFit up to that? I started in January of 2021, so I've been doing it for about seven months before I came to Kilo 2. Mm-hmm. And before that, did you play any sports or do anyth- anything like gymnastics growing up? Did no gymnastics growing up. Nope. I just played tennis. I did volleyball, a little bit of basketball in middle school. Um, and then I always loved to run. So those were kind of what I did for my um, physical activity. Cool. And Isabel, CrossFit was new to you when you started at Kilo 2, right? Yeah, I was totally, had no background in CrossFit whatsoever. I actually just came to a Bring a Friend Day with Abby. She was nagging me about joining the gym for uh, a month or two ever since we met. Um, And then I agreed. I was like, well, can't hurt. It's a free class one time. Um, I didn't think much about it. And then the next month came around. She invited me again. I was like, okay. I tried it out, and at that point in my workouts where I was at, I was going to the gym, lifting, um, but I missed having intensity, and every time I came to Kilo, I loved the energy. I loved the intensity, the coaching, the music, and having a group structure, and so uh, joining, I was really intrigued in joining, so I tried the week trial, um, and then around Christmas break time, I kind of just made the plunge, dove in, and I went all in, started coming every day, all the classes, So, and I've enjoyed it ever since. So I was new to it in uh, January of 2022, so it's been not even a year of doing CrossFit for me, and we can talk about that too later, <laughs> But my, where I was at a year ago, but... Yeah, it's been a crazy journey. So. And before you got started uh, growing up, did you play any sports? or? Yeah, I grew up being pretty active as a kid. I always was involved in dance, actually. Um, I did soccer. I was huge into tennis, too, like Abby. I was a swimmer um, until I got into high school. High school, I was involved in cross country and volleyball. Um, and then in college, I had like no physical activity whatsoever. So um, I got back into... My fitness, like my senior year of college, um, I dropped a bunch of weight and then just started by running and weightlifting and I found a really big love for weightlifting. And so when I made the transition to CrossFit, I was like, oh, it incorporates everything that I love. It's the functional fitness, the weightlifting, Mm -hmm. the cardio. So it all just made sense to join. Awesome. And uh, one thing about um, our guest today is they did their undergrad outside of the University of Iowa, and, mm-hmm. and I know you did, and you did as well, correct? I Izzy? did at UNI, and yep, Abby okay. was at uh, Iowa State. Yeah, yeah. so uh, yeah, how were your undergrad years at 
those two colleges? Yeah, I mean, it was great for me. I um, This was recovery, I think, freshman, sophomore, and junior year from just some disordered eating in high school and just, like, what it looked like to eat healthy and what it looked like to, like, exercise and work out. Um, and I just went through ebbs and flows of, like, working out consistently, just, like, running or just not working out at all because my body needed rest. And I loved Iowa State um, so much. Just had such a great community. And then um, one of my friends... Lizzie Long and Rebecca and Amber, they, like, love CrossFit, and they were like, Abby, you need to do it. Just try it one time. And I was like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> and I was like, they're like, just once. I was like, fine, fine. I'll try anything once. And so I went, and I, like, loved it. And I just – I saw the change in their body composition and just the joy that they had for exercise. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to dedicate a month to this. I was like, I'll dedicate one month to CrossFit. And this is January, my senior year. And after one month, I saw so much progress and just strength and of like, oh my gosh, like I could barely even hang on the bar and then now I'm doing like pull-ups. Mm-hmm. I think that is the biggest thing that I saw. Yeah. And I knew that with dedication and just slow patience, um, like a year and a half later, it's like I've seen so much growth and it's just the slowly every day doing, um, showing up and just pushing yourself doing your best and asking for help. Um, so yeah, I fell in love with that the senior year of undergrad at Iowa State and I loved Iridium Gym. Um, they did such a great job. It was a great community of people. And then, yeah. Was that a CrossFit affiliate you're at? I think so. Yeah, I believe it was. Yep. And, yeah. and was that in Ames? Yep. West Ames is where it was at. Cool. Yep. So, uh, both of you have mentioned, um, a little hesitancy about getting into CrossFit when you had some friends that were doing it. What were some of the things going through your minds that caused this hesitation? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was so... I thought when I met Abby and she said she did CrossFit, I thought this girl was crazy. (laughs) Because I hear about what people do at CrossFit. It's very intimidating to someone who doesn't have a background. And um, hearing people doing handstand walks or climbing ropes or like pushing heavy sleds and doing all these Olympic lifts, I was... Uh, just, I never grew up with a background in gymnastics too. So all of those, um, upside down movements and, uh, just the, the coordination and strength training that is involved with it seems intimidating. Mm -hmm. And also I think a lot of the, um, members of CrossFit who are really dedicated and really involved, um, it becomes like a, a, such a lifestyle. And it felt like, so like if I'm not in, in that yet, I can't, like, understand that world, and I don't know, like, what it looks like to get involved in that world, getting so intense into CrossFit. Um, so I think what opened my eyes and made me less hesitant to CrossFit was coming to those couple trials and actually going to a CrossFit gym. Mm-hmm. I'd never been. I just had all of these assumptions based on what you see at the games, the crazy mm-hmm. pull-ups and yeah. stunts and acrobatics that they do. So going to the gym and realizing oh, I can't climb a rope yet, but they have a scaled version for me. And realizing that no matter what level you're at, you can actually go to the gym and do a workout and feel accomplished that day. Um, I just realized how accessible CrossFit was to any person. Yeah, and I'd say for me just... I thought the same thing. I mean, you hear the word CrossFit, and it's just, like, insane. Like, (laughs) there's no way I can ever do this. Super dedicated. Yeah, yeah. And my friends are like, Abby, I promise you... And you can scale everything. But you don't really realize that until you actually go and see it for yourself. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and I was like, okay. And I think I was just hesitant to be like, okay, is this actually going to work? Like, am I actually going to enjoy this? Am I going to, like, have good results from it? Because I think it's a mix of everything, right? You want to be able to love what you're doing and working out so that you can keep doing it. And I think um, 
I don't know. I told myself I was going to give it a month. I think that is deserving of a month. I think one time going is not going to tell me if I like it or not. And um, I was just, yeah, nervous about the people. I was worried that, like, I would be the last one, the worst person there. And my friend was like, mm-hmm. Abby, like, you are, like, fit. It's just a different kind of fitness. Like, you'll be fine. Just come, do your best, scale if you need to. And I think she just kept reiterating, like, everyone has a movement that they can do there. Mm-hmm. No matter the age, no matter the level. Um, and then another thing that actually kind of, was I was hesitant about was just like the injuries. I think I'd have people be like, Abby, you can get injured, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And um, you can get injured doing anything. And I think I realized that. And I was like, I just need to make sure that I focus on technique and I um, rest when I need to rest. And I think that is a big thing that I've learned um, as well. So yeah, I'm just, um, I think just giving it a month's try and kind of giving it your all for one month and seeing if you like it or not after the month is a huge thing, like the reevaluation. And I think for me, after I reevaluated after a month of doing it in January, I was like, I actually really love this. Like, I think this is the first time I actually feel like I love going to the gym. Yeah. Like, love it. Like, it's the highlight of my day. I love the people I see. Like, mm-hmm. just love the people I get to meet. And, like, the newness of the workouts every day is super fun. And so, and then also you can do other things on top of CrossFit, too. Like, going running. Like, Isabella and I love to run. We're training for a half marathon in a couple weeks. So, I think CrossFit is just so functional. And I think that is um, what I realized after my hesitancies. That's awesome. Um, when you are going through this month trial, what were some of the things that you were looking for within that first experience? Were you looking for the improvement in like body composition? Were you looking for improvement in your fitness? Like, oh, am I getting stronger? Am I running faster? Or were you just looking for the community aspect or kind of all of three intertwined? Or was which one kind of wanted made you want to yeah. keep going I think for me and this might be different for Isabel but I think for me personally I wanted to see strength difference personally um I like I've never been able to do a pull-up my whole life and I tried so many times on my own my own programming looking up online to do it and I just never could and I was like you know what people at cross that do pull-ups and I'm just gonna see if I can see a, a progression of my strength and within the month like I went from using like two green bands or something or like just doing cable pull downs like actually being able to like use a lighter band doing pull-ups and I saw that difference and I was like oh my goodness or even just like within a month of like getting the technique down for a lift like I I saw a physical change in my strength like the numbers were going up even if it was five pounds or a lighter band and I was like okay I know that if I continually show up consistently I will get better and stronger and like it just takes effort of coming and working on it and that was kind of when I was like, I'm going to keep doing this and just seeing what happened. And then it's just the gradual shift of like, okay, like three months in, um, I was able to do this and this. And it's like the gradual, like kind of just being like, wow. And then you like look back to like, okay, my first beat at CrossFit, I could barely push press the bar. And then now it's like, I'm doing so much more beyond that. Um, and so I think that's what I, what I was looking for just the strength aspect. Um, because I do love like cardio and hit and um, CrossFit has a lot of intensity like that. And so I think it was really pushing myself to do the strength stuff. And I would hate it when I saw pull, like pull-ups programmed in the workout because I couldn't do it. But it was like humbling. And also I'm like, this is where I'm going to get it better. And I need to work on the things that I need to get better at. And then the community is just a bonus. I had no idea how much of a blessing the CrossFit community mm-hmm. would actually be for me. Yeah. yeah. I would say for me, that first month joining, my decision to join was based on my own experience in workouts by myself versus the experience I had at CrossFit in a group fitness setting, I felt like I was able to, one, understand the movements that I was doing so much better, having a coach tell me, hey, 
this is the form. We're going to go through some progressions, talk about how this should look, how this should feel, what your effort should look like. Here's the rep scheme. Having that laid out for you and being able to show up, not have to think like, oh gosh, what am I going to do? I have to come up with a program or Mm. do this program. Two, having the community. One, the community is so fun. You're going to find people at CrossFit who are dedicated people who love to move, have fun. Um, And so that made me want to show up. One, because I had accountability. People would ask, hey, where were you when you were gone? And that accountability, I I love coming because I know that people notice if I'm gone. Mm -hmm. Um, And also just the intensity. I think in the group setting, I was able to push myself more. I could have this competition with kind of the the person across the room in my head or even just myself, like how I was doing on a lift or a certain movement a month ago versus now. Um, And the strength component to seeing um, me not be able to even do a push-up and now doing tons and tons of push-ups for reps. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think for me, more than the strength, the progression in the one-month span that I saw the most that encouraged me to continue with CrossFit was – seeing a movement that I've never been able to do and then doing it. That was a crazy encouraging moment to to not do push-ups and then do Like it's possible. To not be able to run this fast in this amount of time Mm -hmm. and then do it. And just seeing goals, setting them, and then in such a short period of time, making progress every single day. Um, That's the biggest encouragement to me. Yeah, Yeah, very cool. Um, Yeah, strength is definitely one of the components in CrossFit that is so measurable, you know, and, and we have a lot of lifts that we go through, you know, and, mm-hmm. but when we are doing like a squat and then we come back to it a couple of weeks later and you're, Oh, you're going up a little bit and, and seeing, you know, the added poundage week in week out, it's like, you just got to tell yourself little by little that progress is happening and yep. just got to stick with the process. So, and even Abby has mentioned that to me, we've had conversations just as, friends who go to the gym together quite often, like that ability to push yourself in that setting, um, being like, okay, the extra two and a half plates, even those little one pound plate, like just adding the extra little change every day. If you just show up, if you even get yourself to the gym, you're going to push yourself to do that. And then that's like where the growth comes. Yeah. And the growth comes daily, but it also comes in the long run. You know, it's like the patient day to day is the biggest thing. Like I remember, I did my friend's birthday workout and it was like, there was hang power clean 65 pounds. And I remember how heavy that was. And now it's like, I can look through the, you know, yeah. it's just, it's looking back and seeing that was only a year ago. And in the scheme of life, a year is not very long. And right. so I think it's just the perspective. Yeah. Th- that's a great point, Abby. Um, it's, it's tough because a lot of people want instant results and strength, unfortunately, isn't something that happens overnight. And, you know, I, a lot of people can speak to this, you know, strength takes a lot of time. Um, you know, adaptation is, is different for, for everybody. And, and, you know, for some people it might take a little bit longer to, to, to get that first strict pull up where it's like, oh, you know, new dude joins and, and he's already able to whip out, you know, five or six. And, and it's just like, yeah, you know, what you two have done is you've stayed in your lane in terms of your progression and, and you know that, Hey, you're getting better and that you're, you're there for, for each other, there for yourselves. And, and you know that it, it works. Um, but you know, what you guys have been doing the last year that I've loved so much is dedicated yourselves and stayed consistent with 
being in dental school. And I don't yeah. know if we mentioned that already on the podcast this far, but um, Abby and Izzy are second year dental students, right? Yep. Yep. Second year in a four year program. Yeah. And, um, you know, any grad program obviously has a tough workload. Um, but I know you guys have spoken a little bit about your, your hours that you got to put in. And Mm -hmm. so let's chat a little bit about your, your, your course load and and what you guys are doing day to day. So right. I know this year you explained to me before the school year got started that 5am was going to be your class most days. And, um, I was like, that's awesome. I knew you guys would be good for it. Just how uh, dedicated you were and being at the gym and, and it's like, all right, the 5M class is what we have to do. Yeah. So tell us about your day-to-day schedule now. Oh yeah. I would say our schedule this semester is much busier than I think any other semester we're going to have in mm-hmm. dental school. So we're figuring it out. But um, something that Abby and I have always prioritized, especially with being involved in CrossFit is one, you have time for anything that you want to make time for. Um, And our lives are for sure a reflection of that. You have to like manage your time in order to Mm -hmm. do it. Because truthfully, we do have class on, like some days we have class from 8 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Like straight up. Or most mornings, I would say four out of five or sometimes five out of five times a week, we have class at 8 a.m. We'll have clinic, it's in the morning, eight to noon, and then like four hours of lectures in the afternoons. Um, so pretty consistently it's, you're in class. And then outside of that, we have to study. We have three tests next week, like mm-hmm. that we have to study for. Um, and then also we make time to have fun on the mm-hmm. weekends. Like I'd yeah. say most Saturdays, me and Abby don't even do any school because we're visiting friends. We're going to a game. We, uh, like I'm engaged. So I like prioritize my relationship. And, um, so all of those, this balance, um, it takes dedication, especially with sleep, prioritizing mm-hmm. your sleep schedule. So me and Abby going to the 5 a.m. class, we yeah. have to go to bed at 8.30 p.m. Yeah. Um, and so I think Abby can also speak to more to our, like, time management schedule and how we go about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I think just it, I don't know, I never really once, I feel like in college, was very good with my time. I was, but I think I kind of just, I mean, you know, I'm in 12 credits my senior year and you know, kind of go to the gym whenever you want, and then the, you hang out with friends. I think, like, now that dental school is, like, okay, like, we are on, like, 25 credits, and this is why I'm here. Um, I think it's just making priorities. I think, you know, taking things in your life that are the most important to you, and, like, for us, it's, like, okay, our faith is really important. Going to CrossFit consistently is important. My relationships is important in school, yeah. and I think just, like, taking all that and being, like, okay, I'm going to put time in my life for this because this is what I value, um, and then just not compromising of, like, yeah, if I... I want to work out and 5 a.m. is the only time I'm going to be able to go. Like, I'm going to get up and do it and I'm going to be disciplined to go to bed early. Mm-hmm. And huge adjustment. I mean, I was staying up till like 2 in the morning my freshman year yeah. of college, sleeping till 10. Yep. You know, it just, that's the life. And I think anybody, anybody is able to get up early if you really um, discipline yourself too. And just, you know, shutting off the alarm in the morning is literally not an option. You know, yeah. you shut it off, you get up. And 
Um, yeah, I think we just schedule out our breaks in our day. Um, we like kind of take the schedule at like a visual view and be like, okay, we have a break here. We're going to study this. Um, we're going to do two lectures of oral surgery tonight. And then tonight we're going to go to church or this, we have connection group here or we're here. We're going to do CrossFit at 6am today because we can sleep in or like, if we know we're going to have a late night, we'll be like, oh, okay. So Friday morning we won't go to the 5am, but we have Friday afternoon off. So we'll just go at 4pm. I think it's kind of just like planning out the week and then fitting in the things that matter most to us um, in and, the priority. And scheduling, first off, like practically going about looking at what you have to show up for. So every day... Do you guys use a, like a, like a, a planner? Do you have like a written down planner or is it all in your so head? So we actually just use the Apple Notes app. Yeah, <laughs> oh. share notes. Yep. So our, okay. uh, our school sends out a schedule that has a picture of just the week and all the classes you have per day each time, what the classes are. And then we'll kind of take that schedule and put it over into notes and just write out like, okay, eight to noon, this class, that like just in bullet points. And then that gives us the framework. And then yeah. I would say right after that, the second thing we add is CrossFit 5am. Yep. Put that on every single day. And then, um, then we know that bedtime is going to be 830. So there's not going to be any studying happening after 830. Yep. So a typical day would be you wake up 4.30, go to the gym 5 to 6, and then we have, like, a good two hours to get ready, eat some breakfast, clean up your house. Um, we like to read, journal, whatever we yep. do in the morning, and then go to school 8 to 5, probably. Um, 5, come home, have a little dinner break, 5 to 6, and then 6 to 8, grind out a couple lectures studying, and then go to bed, rinse, repeat, yeah. Um, sometimes if we can sleep in till the 6am class, we'll <laughs> do something fun with friends for an hour or two that night. Or if we don't have a test, then that nighttime, um, schedule can look a little different. And we do have some days that classes will get done at 3.30. So, um, that's extra nice. Or if we have a longer break through the day because we didn't have a one o'clock lecture. So we have a noon to two o'clock time mm -hmm. break. We'll study through our lunch period um, and then crank out yep. a couple of lectures to study each day. I think it's just staying on top of it, being yep. consistent, and then, um, yeah, scheduling in where those yep. priorities and are. And just, like, making it fit in. Like, it's kind of fun. Like, uh, last semester we had, like, a... Uh, practical they call it stab lab but it's like we basically give anesthesia to each other um practice all the dental injections and um it was at like i think it was like 8 a.m or 7 a.m yes it was at 8 in the morning yes and so we're like we don't really have enough time to like go to 6 a.m and then go home and shower so like you know what we're gonna shower at the dental school so we just like brought all of our stuff went to the 6 a.m class walked from the gym to the dental for building. more exercise <laughs> literally just live it out enjoy the fitness and then yeah we showered at the dental building showed up sweaty <laughs> completely drenched in sweat all of our classmates are lined up ready to <laughs> yes, go yes. and me and abby are walking to the showers um and then yeah we just showered and put on our scrubs and um got to go and so i think doing stuff like that or even like we have people that we know that work out over the lunch hour of dental school they have an hour and a half and i think i think that is just the yeah. key is to just fit it in and like not be afraid to be like, okay, maybe I only have 30 minutes today, but I'm going to go work on this lift that I need to, yeah. you know? And I think that's nice with the open gym on CrossFit on Thursdays or even just throughout the day. It's like, if I can't make a class, that's okay. I can do class on my own or, you know, do a skill that I'm going to work on. And, um, I think it's just the moderation and the balance is, is key. Yeah. Yeah. Balance is something that people like to throw around a little bit too much. They, they, and one side weighs a lot more than the other. Yeah. They think, mm -hmm. oh, you need to have balance in your life. I hear that all the time. Like, oh yeah, balance. You know, I think that the balance is 
you got to make sure you're doing the right things in your life to truly have it. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of a lot of times people think, oh yeah, you know, I need to make sure I have my weekends to party and you know to eat poorly and and yeah, balance. It's like, well, if you really look at it, I think your scales are aren't aren't really balanced mm-hmm. out as much as you think they yeah. are. Um, but I think yours <laughs> is amazing because you're looking at your entire day and you're not using language that talks you out of doing something. You look at your calendar from what I've gathered here in this conversation, you look at your calendar and you say, Oh yeah, we can fit that in. We are going to do this. Yes. So many people stay, Oh, I guess I could try and wake up early tomorrow or I can try to go to the gym after I get off work on Friday or I can try to go to a Saturday M class. It's like, You've already talked yourself out of it. Yeah. Mm. It's like it's a coin flip from there. I mean, unless somebody, you know, is literally dragging you to the gym to do it or making sure you're eating mm-hmm. healthy meals, you know, three times a day instead of once a day. You know, you hear that all the time too. I'm going to try to cook. What you two are doing is so special to a coach like me to know that, all right, some of our members are truly living out a CrossFitter's life mm. and you're, you're training hard, you're eating healthy you're living your day, you're keeping yourself busy. And I'm sure when you go to you go to bed at night, it's like you're putting your head on your pillow and you're like, we just had a day. Yeah. Oh, every, every, day. Day. Yeah. every day. Every day is like that. Uh-huh. Yes, that is it. Yeah. We even schedule time to everything. Like I look at my, I have a Google calendar too. Like I, I look at my schedule in multiple different ways just because it is minute by minute, hour by mm-hmm. hour. And that's like, living life. I yes. mean, you guys are freaking living and you're in the... You know, you're in you know a time of your life where you're grinding through dental school, yeah. but I know you will obviously carry this on, you oh, know, yeah. into your, you know, twenties and thirties for the rest of your life just to keep yourself busy and yeah. And part of the schedule too is we schedule in, hey, we're gonna hang out with friends tonight. Oh yeah, and it's like here is two hours right here that we are gonna just hang out with friends, and because it's part of the schedule, and you've looked at everything else, and you're like, I have this taken care of. Yeah. When you're having the fun time, you're not like oh, maybe I should be doing something mm-hmm. else because I don't know how it's going to work. Like, is this right? I know that I've scheduled a side time for this. I can enjoy this fully yeah. and yeah. be in the moment present with my friends like, and truly have fun and not be stressed about tomorrow because tomorrow's schedule is laid out and I'm going to get to that yeah. when I can. And scheduling out time like, okay, I don't want to spend money on eating out and I want to eat healthy food, so I need to schedule out time like, hey, I'm going to go grocery shopping meal at this prep. time. Mm-hmm. I need time to meal prep. I need to mix make it yeah. all work and in dental school is living i think like that's something that people are like oh i'll just start this after this with anything in life right but it's like no i am living my life now like we're living right now like every single day is living and i like we're not waiting for anything it's like just start now like start today you don't need yeah. to start any time it's like just start right now because don't wait till new yeah, year we're don't living your life and and also it's like okay after dental school i'm gonna be busy too like all everyone's busy like that is a realization that I've come to and if I don't have time now when dental school is super busy like I'm never going to have time and I think that is just the key of like making the time and being like yes I'm going to do this it's not there's no option about it and I think obviously there's flexible of like actually I don't feel good I'm not going to go today but it's like like getting up and being like no I'm going today I'm going to show up and um and then yeah having the actual balance balance is key a huge encouragement to and a blessing that I think me and Abby have is each other um, yeah, you guys I wouldn't, work super well as a team, holding yeah. each other accountable. and We, we complement each other really well in uh-huh. a lot of ways. Um, the sister I never had. Pushing each other. <laughs> well, and I mean, I mean, I never would have joined CrossFit if it wasn't for Abby. Uh-huh. And 
Abby wouldn't have the scheduling capabilities that she has if it wasn't for me. And um, I think that's another, like, huge part of getting involved in the gym that is not to be undermined is the power of community and the power of accountability and I think the just the power of one like the power that one person has to to spur you on and Mm -hmm. I see that those relationships with other people in the gym like Simeon and Matt like they Mm -hmm. spur each other on and I think that having someone to shoulder you and say like on days when I'm running right next to Abby and I feel like I'm out of it and I can't go one step further having someone there to say you got this like it is a mental battle and I believe in you that is huge. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, that is the biggest, like, motivator, and that is yeah. not – that's not something small, so. Yeah, that's really cool, you guys. Um, You know what? what is awesome about what you're able to do? You both have mentioned, obviously, you know, your busy schedules. Mm-hmm. But what you do with your scheduling and you, you plan time for the gym, you plan time for friends, you plan time to keep yourselves busy, and – I want people to take away from, you know, listen to this podcast and, you know, listen to Abby and Izzy talk about being busy. Busy is good. You know, you guys are keeping yourself busy with good things. And I I wish more people would do that is to not be afraid of being busy. You know, it's mm-hmm. like a lot of times people think, oh, you know, living the life is just being a couch potato and not having anything to do and just relaxing all the time. It's like, no, you're going to look back and like, wow, I want, I wish I would have done more with my life. I, Mm -hmm. I think it's so cool. You two are living and doing so many things within the 24 hours of each day you're given. You're, you're planning it out. You're keeping yourself busy. You're enjoying busy, being busy and it's all productive, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and, and there's a lot of fun in there too. And it's because you're making plans for it. So uh, those of you that, you know, listen to this, I mean, take some notes on, uh, how to get it done. I mean, the scheduling, I think, really helps organize your time. And if you stick to it, it's um, it's going to allow you to just live mm-hmm. a lot more. Um, One thing, too, I want to just throw in there while we're talking about yeah. this is something that in- hasn't been an inspiration to both Abby and I is this book called Love Does by Bob Goff. Yeah. And uh, this guy who writes this book just talks about all these times in his life that he just went for it. He just said yes. wasn't, he just said yes to opportunities that happened and he lived his life and that's what it looks like to, to love mm-hmm. life and love other people around you. And so on top of it, like a huge thing I was talking to you about before was how CrossFit has shaped my life so that when I want to say yes to opportunities, I can't like mm-hmm. going and playing at tailgates and throwing a football around and running, like I can do that. Or if I'm carrying groceries in from the store, I can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and CrossFit fuels the rest of my life. And so out of the the love for fitness and also the discipline and the mental toughness it has given me, I can say yes to opportunities in my life and feel like I am conquering and taking on life rather than life is just happening to yep. me. So throughout, even throughout dental school, me and Abby said yes to going to Alabama. Abby said yes to going to her friend's engagement in Florida. She yeah. said yes to doing an Olympic uh, triathlon. We said yes to doing the Clovis workout where you run yes. 10 miles. We got to talk about that. <laughs> yes, Clovis. <laughs> I know. We said yes to, to walking a marathon and then it turned into running a marathon. Mm-hmm. We said yes to training for this half marathon right now. Like we have been able to also just say yes to opportunities because in the, like at the end of it, 
yeah, we want to live our lives. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want my life to only be dictated by, oh, I'm a dental student and yeah. that's everything. Like, I, we are so multiplex yeah. as people. And, and I think it just, it's, it is scary to take risks and say yes. Because it's like, well, what if this happens? And it's like, well, you don't know if you never try. And I think I realized that of like, or just like asking permission to live your life, like being worried what people think of you or like whatever. It's like, if it, if what I'm doing is like, for me, like, honoring to God or loving others well, I'm, like, that is what I'm going to do. And it's, like, yeah, saying yes to the trip, saying yes to this, like, just doing it. And it's, like, if you fail at it or it's not enjoyable, that's okay. At least you tried. And I think mm-hmm. with CrossFit, that's huge. And then even just, like, in life, like, the busyness is so good and it's so productive when you, like, schedule and rest. I think it's, like, when you schedule and having fun, it all just combines into being just, yeah, a life that I want to live. And, I mean, we're all going to die someday. And so I think it's just realizing, like, what matters most and mm-hmm. – um, and within CrossFit, it comes back to that, too, taking the chance to fail at a rep yeah. or uh, showing up, like, just showing up. I think it's saying yes to CrossFit, saying yes to yep. the lifestyle, saying yes to maybe doing a new diet with it, saying yes to just, oh, taking on that workout uh, plan, like, yeah. taking on the extra strength training, yep. taking on, working on a skill outside of the, the class time, saying yes to doing a bench Press competition, competition. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's so many opportunities within the community. Saying yes to doing the open workouts. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's so fun. So, yeah. That's great to know that uh, you're living life through your fitness and that CrossFit's helping you uh, be able to do so many other things outside of the gym. That's, uh, you know, what it's for. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. The, another thing that's really cool about you too is, you know, when you take on these adventure the adventurous workouts, these adventurous uh, tasks outside of the gym, whether it be doing the triathlon or the Clovis workout. So for those of you that don't know what Clovis <laughs> is, um, will you explain that workout? Because I know I've yeah. never done it. Yeah, yeah, I can explain it too. And Izzy can say her reaction. Yes. So I was just scrolling. It was a Wednesday night. And so Thursdays. Wednesday, a Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Yeah. Just and setting the scene for everyone. Yeah, we're just on our couch. We just finished studying. And Thursdays are open gym at CrossFit Kilo too. So you can do whatever you want. You can take a rest day, whatever. And I like was just scrolling through um, just some like hero wads, and I came upon this one, and kind of started as a joke, and it said, you know, ten. So the the workout is a ten mile run, and then it's hundred and fifty burpee pull ups, and you can partition it however you want, or you can just do it ten miles and then hundred fifty. So I saw that, and I was like, oh well, we could do that, like you know, whatever. And so I like I just turned to Izzy, I was like, hey, you want to do Clovis tomorrow? And she's like, yeah, what is it? And I was like, I told her I was like ten mile run and hundred fifty burpee pull ups. I'm like, tell me, because we didn't have any clinic in the morning, so we had, the we had whole nothing off. planned. And I looked at Abby, and I was like, I, I, I was, I didn't even know what to say. Well, you were like, no, no, no. And I was like, tell me what we have to do. Tell, tell me something better that you have to do tomorrow at that time. We had nothing to do. We had nothing else to do. We had the morning off, and I was like, you know what? We can, so let's do it. Yeah, and both of us were just like, we had been kind of running, so it's not like we just like weren't running at all, but like we probably weren't five, six miles max, and yeah. so like, we won't get injured, it'll be fine, and so... Yeah, the next morning we just drive to Kilo 2 Park and just take off and just chat and run. For 10 miles, it took us about like two hours and six minutes for our run. So we were going at a nice like 12 minute pace, yep. pretty slow. But I mean, I know I, my joints were feeling it afterwards when me and Abby got back. We were pretty tired and we got back to the gym and <laughs> Austin was Austin's reaction. I was there and I, what time did you guys start? We started at Six or seven a.m. Yeah. Morning. Okay, because that makes sense. Because I was probably showing you up like around. vacuuming or something. Yeah, yeah, I was, you know, doing the the Thursday cleaning day, and and then well, I don't know what one of you said to me, but I I saw you guys doing burpee pull ups, and well, we we came back from the run. Okay. And you said, "Oh, how was your run? How far did you go?" And we said ten miles, and you were like, 
my jaw dropped. And I was like, <laughs> what? You guys ran 10 miles? Like, we're like, yeah, we're about to do 150 burpee pull-ups now. And then I probably asked, you know, what are you guys doing? I know. And then you said Clovis. I'm like, I've never done Clovis before. And and I just, when you guys look at me, like, oh, yeah, it's fun. You should do it sometime. Like, <laughs> Abby's hands are actually, like, bleeding because uh, her, she had ripped from the burpee pull-ups. I'm thinking to myself, like, well, what what time of the year was this? Was it in the This was summer? in April. In April. April or May, yeah. It's okay. spring. Because I remember, you know, I was in the middle of training for, it was either semifinals yep. or games. Yes. And I'm just thinking to myself, all right, I'm supposed to be training for semis in the games and here I got these two chicks that are doing Clovis I'm, <laughs> I'm scared to death to do Clovis they're just doing it right in front of my face no I thought that was so cool um yeah I won't ever forget that you know watching watching you guys do the burpee pull-ups when I was just mopping Vacuum. the floors yeah. vacuuming just like, wow these are badass girls <laughs> um so yeah you know just that is super inspiring you know um just to see you two go out of your way and just throw in fun things here and there. I know that may not sound fun to everybody listening, but to you, I mean, you're, you're not afraid of anything and, and that's, mm-hmm. uh, really neat to see. Yeah. Um, so what are some of your favorite things about CrossFit Kilo too? Um, so I love personally just all the equipment that you guys have. I think it is a huge blessing to have a gym that has you know, eight skiers and a lot of echo bikes and a lot of C2 bikes. And, um, I just know coming from a smaller gym, which was incredible. It just is different having just those physical objects. You can do more workouts. Um, and I love the staff at Kilo. I love Austin. You do a great job. And every, every person that coaches coaches differently. And I learn a different thing from everyone. I think, Um, what else would you add? Yeah, I would say I love the community. I think having, community events like that we did this the bags tournament was yes. super fun and me and Ac- abby actually won the bags tournament because we're, yeah, pretty, right. <laughs> we're <pretty> <laughs> i forgot about that <laughs> <Yes>. yeah <laughs> yeah or having like the doubles comp at the the gym or hosting different like open workouts the friday night lights super fun um i think the community is what makes the gym what it is but also like abby said i think that the the equipment is really nice and also the programming throughout being there for quite some time now, like seeing how the programming has totally shifted one, my, my strength and two, my body composition. Yeah. It is just insane to like know that each day it feels like, Oh yeah. Like it was a pretty, it was a t- it's a tough workout yeah. each day, but day in, day out, you're not thinking about it. And then you come back to something that you haven't maybe looked at in a couple months or brushed up mm-hmm. on, or yeah, you, you try for a PR again and you're just shocked. It's like, whoa, 10 pound, 15, yeah. 20 pound PRs, like out of nowhere. So I think I really appreciate the programming and yeah. knowing that I don't have to really think about it. I can show up mm-hmm. and I do the workouts and I know that I'm getting better just because I go there. It's like shopping at Costco. Yeah. You know, you're getting the best deal yeah. wherever you go. <laughs> so like going to Kilo, it's like, if I just show up, yeah. it's like, I know that I can trust the programming. I'm going to be getting better. And I just value reputation. Um, coming from obviously Ames, Iowa city, and not knowing a gym, like, I had a lot of um, just friends that um, went to Kilo 2, and I just remember talking to Cole Hauser, actually, and he was like, oh, oh yeah. Abby, like, you will love the gym, mm-hmm. like, you can, the programming's great, the community's great, like, you need to go there, and I really value what people say, like, I trust a lot of people, and if something has a good reputation, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go there, like, I have nothing to lose, and so yeah. I think I really appreciate that, because Kilo 2 has 100% delivered um, that to me of like the programming and seeing just the different workouts and the coaching, obviously, the yeah, learning. 
I mean, there's times you go there and I'm like, oh my gosh, what are we doing? Like, I don't want to do this eight minute anaerobic. This is so dumb. Or like, this is not helping my fitness. But then you show up and you do it and you're like, oh, actually that was like better than I thought. Or just seeing the lifting progressions. Like you can just, it's like trusting the curriculum at Dental School. It's like trusting the program. You just have to trust. And I think... We'll yeah. look at Sugar Wad and see, like, oh, great, easy day. It's, like, this lift and then, yeah. like, a 10-minute AMRAP. And it's, like, okay, great. Well, tomorrow we'll, we'll be able to recover a little bit. And then you show up and that 10-minute AMRAP kills you. So and you, sore. You look at the workout. It always looks so much easier <laughs> than when I do it. It is, yeah. So yeah. I think I think that is the biggest thing, I think, overall for me, is just, like, the reputation that Kilo 2 has and just that it stands by that. The coaching staff, too, having a, a staff that's – gone to the games, has that reputation, mm-hmm. has that experience, um, being competent in, in yeah. CrossFit and knowing about it. And like, I think the teaching style is also just very effective. I think a lot of people improve at CrossFit yep. Kilo too. Um, and that's, I think the reputation the that coaches, precedes it. The coaches care. Like you care to know your, the people that come just like on a personal level too. It's not just like, Oh, well, there's a number for me. It's like, no, like you and Ben and DJ, like all the coaches, like have taken time to get to know me, which yeah. I really value as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. No, I have a, I have a great staff and, uh, you know, we work well as a team. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of us bring something unique to the table and, yeah. and that's what I love about it. We, we work well together and, and, uh, yeah, they have a lot to offer. So it's, it's good when I hear you two talk about the importance of asking questions in class and, yeah. and just knowing that, you know, our coaches are here for you and, to be able to ask them how to do this, whether it's, you know, um, movement related or something with nutrition or new, um, health habits outside of the gym to know that we're there for you. So, you know, we, we want everybody to know that our staff is, is uh, here for you to answer questions about anything with, with your fitness. So, um, that's awesome. What do y'all think of the sugar wad app that we added this year? Do you guys like using that? Do you think it's an, a good tool? I, I love the I app I haven't really personally. gotten a bunch of feedback, but I, th- I think it, it's been good. Yeah. Yeah. I think I like that I can easily, I think it's easier for me to access cause I can just open the app and boom, it's right there on the day yeah. rather than going to the website every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think it has the feature where you can put in videos or demonstrations yeah. of movements before you go. Um, can be helpful. I think having the community fist pumping people yeah. on Sugar Wad, posting your or the competitiveness. Yeah, like, oh, and I beat this and even personally, if you're not in a having a public profile and posting what your results are, um, I think you can document what your your lifts are. And so for me, like if we are doing bench that day, I can look at oh, what's my one rep, two rep, three yeah. rep max for bench, and look at that history. And come back to it so I don't have to... Because sometimes it's like, oh, at 70%, I don't I forgot what my 70% yeah. is. Yep. Um, so I think all of those tools are really helpful. And I agree. I think it's all just... It's good to have it all tracking for you. And just you can just put in what your time is or your lifts. And if you forget, it's mm-hmm. no big deal. I think it's just... And if you're going to like an afternoon class and you can see what... Kind of like what, how long it's yeah. taking the people who preceded you to do it. Yes, the guinea um, pigs at five a.m. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You get to, so you get to see what, uh, how fast people are doing yeah. the time and yeah. having a little bit of that competitiveness. Yeah. I think it's fun yeah. to be like, or you feel pride when it's like, oh yeah, I'm I'm up there on the leaderboard. Yeah. Like I'm not the last person. And if you're the last person, you're like, well, I have a lot to <laughs> room for improvement. Yeah. I've been at both, so it's a good tool and and you know to see the the leaderboard, you know. I'm glad you're using it for the purpose of one being competitive from mm-hmm. time to time, which is good. 
Um, but two, just to kind of give you an idea on, okay, this is a way to pace the workout. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, our, our clientele um, is starting to learn, especially, you know, we, we have our group of college kids that kind of come and go, as you know. Yeah. And then um, and then we, uh, we have a lot of people who have been here for a while. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the more experience you get in CrossFit, the more you learn about your pacing and how to attack workouts. And yep. I think that's another great use of the SugarWatt app is to see, okay, it took AJ this amount of time yeah. at the 5 a.m. It took Ryan this mm-hmm. amount of time. And, and to use that to your advantage to help you plan your workout and how you can attack is, is what's cool too. Cause you know, you can find people on there that you're fairly consistent with yes, on a lot of workouts, exactly, I was gonna say. whether it be a strength piece, you know, on a lift, it's mm-hmm. like, Oh, Abby, Abby did this much for bench press today. Okay. I know I can maybe try to yeah. be around that. So I think that's a great use of the, of the app as well. Um, so you have two years left in dental school. You said this is one of your busy semesters. Will the next year and fourth year cool off a little bit or what do those years look like for you? It's always, I mean, it's always a grind. It's never when you get to do more like operating or yes, exactly. So first year in dental school is a lot of just lectures, classes, and I mean, they teach you what are teeth. They teach you like, what are the instruments that you're using? Um, this year we get a good blend of, doing some introduction to clinical skills, but then still kind of finishing Mm -hmm. up our um, didactic courses. And then next year, our third year, we'll do rotations through each dental specialty. So there's endodontics, orthodontics, pediatrics, geriatrics, oral surgery. So Mm -hmm. we'll we'll spend some time in each one. Um, And then our fourth year, we'll essentially just be practicing family dentists under the uh, professional guidance of a faculty. And for those of you that don't know, the Iowa College of Dentistry has a clinic attached to it. Um, which is a huge blessing for us as students. Mm-hmm. So we can just like walk across to the south side of the building. Um, they had the clinics there. So like first year we're in the clinic, like we saw two patients. This year we're in the clinic like twice a week in the morning, and then like the third year, what Izzy said, we'll do like clinic four mm-hmm. days a week every day, and then fourth year will be all day every day. So yeah. definitely more clinical, which will be nice because it'll be less didactic work, just like more lab yeah. work. And I would say for first year, the fall semester was kind of really easing you into just dental yeah. school, mm-hmm. giving you an introduction to the schedule and the life. Um, second year or second semester of first year, we had pretty intensive. We had a 10 credit course um, for our gross anatomy and histology, had that lecture and lab. Yeah. Um, so that took up a lot of our time um, and it definitely was more intensive, a lot more, okay, we got to grind. Like we had to sit mm-hmm. down, we had to schedule everything out yeah. and study very efficiently. That's when our schedule really came together. Yes. That semester was like the... Yep. Yeah, and then this semester, it's kind of the same pace, um, but rather than one giant 10-credit course, we're in a bunch of different two, three-credit courses. Mm-hmm. So our uh, we're just spread pretty thin along a, lot, a variety of different uh, topic areas. Next semester, the... Um, I think we're just in a few less credits and also yeah. the semester spread out rather than a 16 week semester. It's a 24 week semester. Yeah. So we get a little bit of extra leeway time. Um, and then third year, it'll be just different because it's a lot less yeah. school and studying and a lot more clinic and working. And like so. applying the skills that we've learned these past two years. So it's every exciting. Year is different. Yeah, yeah, it is exciting. Every year is different. And just to hone in on our craft next year will be really fun. Awesome. Yeah. What, uh, what advice would you give some, some of our undergrad members that, you know, are getting into college, maybe it's their freshman year mm-hmm. or, you know, they could be in their junior, senior year, but they still are struggling to find the war path. What are some tips that you guys have for just young adults that are trying to find balance and trying to find 
how to structure a busy lifestyle. Yeah. For me, I would say um, just be patient. I think I can lean on the side of not being patient in a lot of circumstances. Like everyone loves instant gratification. I mean, we all do, and I still struggle with that now. But I think in fitness and just you know, working through the disordered eating and then being involved in sports and then, you know, getting into running but not lifting and then CrossFit. Like, it is a journey. It really is. I know that that sounds so cliche, but it really is. And I think um, just doing one thing, picking one thing that you want to start doing and then slowly adding it and giving it a chance and don't giving and not giving up um, mm-hmm. and just finding a deeper meaning to life. I think um, if you're just doing it because you want to look a certain way or because other people are doing it, like that's not going to be enough. Like you really have to just know your purpose in life and you know, why are you doing it? Like, you know, actually ask the question, like, why am I going to the gym every day or why am I eating healthier? Why am I in dental school or why am I like involved in this church? It's like you, you'd have to make that decision for yourself and know your purpose in life and, um, what you're here for on this earth to do. And I think, just finding that joy and, and purpose for me has been um, just so beneficial. Mm-hmm. And I think that is what gets me out of bed in the, um, in the day, knowing that I have purpose in this life. And, um, yeah, just being patient with it and, and just really, yeah, really, really doing it for the right reasons of living a healthy life and um, doing that. And don't be discouraged either. Like like I said, like it has taken me, I mean, I think, yeah, freshman year of high school is when I wanted to get into fitness. And now it's literally like nine years later. I mean, it's, it's just a slow process, mm-hmm. but... As an undergrad or as when you're 20, 20, even in your 20s or 30s, like it's never too late. Like Izzy's dad started doing Ironmans at like 50. So it's never too late to start. And I think just starting literally right now, just doing yeah. doing something small and um, not beating yourself up about it and just being thankful for the body that you do have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Celebration of the body for sure. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing that is the war path for me <laughs> is finding out just truly evaluating in yourself what are my priorities yeah like at the end of my life if I look at and I'm on my deathbed the deathbed what do I want to say I accomplished in my life how do I want to have treated people Mm -hmm. what do I like how do I how did I live um I think prioritizing whatever it is for you if it's okay I want to prioritize like my relationships with people I want to be a good friend Mm -hmm. I want to be a good daughter I want to be a good spouse I want to be this kind of person I want to be healthy that's that's what CrossFit is I do want to be healthy at the end of my life um Mm -hmm. I want to live a long life I want to be there for my kids my grandkids my great-grandkids um so I think really like taking a look in yourself and kind of being introspective thinking what are my priorities and then day to day what does that look like yeah and so each day like how can I accomplish my priorities? And if that is your purpose, like if you're living on your purpose, you're living on mission, you're mm-hmm. living on the war path, like you have to continue to like take that every yeah. single day. And so um, just breaking it down into the the little chunks at a time um, yeah. and just living your life the way that you want to and not saying no, not yeah. making excuses, not saying, oh, I'm going to try mm-hmm. to be a good friend. I'm going to try to do this and that. Saying, yeah. no, today I have the opportunity to live this way. And I think my biggest issue that I got into when I was in college was, okay, it's like, okay, I want to I live healthy, so I'm going to try this diet. I'm going to try to do this. And so you try to, and then you fail, ultimately. Like, every, every day you fail. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the waking up the next day, and saying, I'm not finished yet. Like, yes, I failed, but I also succeeded in this way. And yeah. looking at the ways that you can succeed and not 
giving up just because you met a stumbling block, just mm-hmm. because you met failure. Mm-hmm. I think embracing failure is a huge part of your life and understanding that everyone around you is failing all the time. Mm-hmm. Like that is the way to get better. Like progressive overload, yeah. even in strength training. Like yeah. we push ourselves to failure yeah. because that's how you know you're growing. So when yeah. you fail at something, it means that you're pushing yourself and you're growing. Mm-hmm. So I think being comfortable with failure and not shying away from things that make you feel uh, less in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Being like, you know yeah. what? I'm, I'm comfortable with the fact that I'm not where I want to be yet. And this whole entire life, this mm-hmm. whole life thing is about me becoming yeah. the person I want to be. And I, we're never going to be there. And I was going to say, too, like, life is hard. Like, everyone has crap that they're going through. I mean, like, as fun as our lives are, it's like there are days where it's really hard. Like, mm-hmm. it's hard to do things. Or I'm sad. Even or I'm weeks, yeah. Working through, like, personal things or emotional things or, you know, dealing with family. It's like, in Austin's the same way. Every coach is, no one that has, like, their life looking together has their life together. Like, everyone is dealing with things. And mm-hmm. um, that's just part of life, too, of just understanding that. Yeah, no one, no one is perfect and no yeah. one has it together. A piece of advice my brother gave me recently is that, Isabel, you are just not special. <laughs> <laughs> I think sometimes I get in my head of, yeah. oh, I'm the only person who's like, I suck at this. And like, I'm just, I'm not doing good enough at CrossFit. Mm-hmm. And I just, why can't I do this? And I suck at school and I'm terrible like this. And I get into this such a negative headspace. Yeah, a me, me, me. Yes, and it's all thing. about me. And I think it's... I'm learning more and more to just be comfortable with, like, yeah, maybe I do suck, but I'm trying. And that is better than 50% of the population, you know? Mm -hmm. Easily. And, you know, what you're recognizing, Izzy, is that failure is a part of growth. And Mm -hmm. a lot of times people, you know, when they run into those, you know, brick walls and they, they hit failure, it's like they stop. Yeah. And what you're learning is, okay, I've... I've come to a point where it's like, I can't do that thing now, but if I back up a little bit and just know that, hey, I can still keep moving forward, I just got to go around that brick wall to get to the, the next destination. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it's all about, is it, just not not quitting yeah, and, and just knowing that, okay, hey, tomorrow's a new day to keep moving forward, mm-hmm. even if it's just moving the needle a little bit. Yeah. Um, and, and so that's, you know, that's great that you're, you're living it out that way. Um, so let's see. We'll end the podcast with something a little fun. What is your favorite exercise within CrossFit, Abby? Ooh. Um, you know it's rope climbs, Abby. No, I hate those. <laughs> I am somebody that dislikes movements that I'm bad at, but I have to work on them. So I would say um, I love a lot of the cardio things. I think my favorite move. I really actually like wall walks. Yeah, I, like, I was going to say that yeah, too. Wall walks, double unders, yep. and um, wall balls. I also really like. Um, for lifting, I probably say snatch is one of my favorites, or overhead squats. Yeah, I'm the same with Abby. I don't like things that I'm not good at, and I stink at snatch, especially like a snatch squat or overhead squats. Those are really hard for me, but I really do well at bench. So I'd say benching is one of my favorite lifts. Um, also, front squats I like too. Um, and then I think for dynamic movements, um, I really enjoy the ski erg. Honestly, yeah. like any of the C two machines or. Um, 
Not the echo bike, that's for sure. Also, yeah, the echo bike is insane. It's so hard, but, like, yeah, the running, and then I, um, I really enjoy, too, um, I can't do a bar muscle up, but doing the jumping yes, bar muscle ups, being just above the bar, I feel cool. Yeah, <laughs> and handstand walks. That's the same thing. I can't do those yet, I'm working. <laughs> but it's, in, I never thought I could do gymnast activity, and then yeah. you're just doing it when you work on it, it's insane. Yeah, yeah, but wall walks <laughs> are pretty fun, because you get to be upside down, and, yeah. but it, I can, I can do it, so, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, I think I heard like 13 or 14 of your favorite <laughs> exercises, but it's all, all good. It's all good. It's good to know What's that you What's yours? Like. Um, so I like power cleans a lot. Okay. Um, okay, that's it. You're done. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> the mean, one. Anytime I have, there's power cleans in a workout, I'm a happy dude. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Um, let's see. Another question I have for you is where do you see yourself in 10 years? Yeah, I think, I mean, well, I'm getting married in uh, less than a year now, so I don't know where that's going to go. Ten years from now, I could see myself, I don't know, Abby and I have kind of been toying with the idea of opening a practice together someday. Yes, if it works out. If it works out, just life, who knows who you're going to, where you're going to be, what your life's going to look like, so... Um, is that one of the dreams though? It is. That's yeah. Kind of is a dream. And the thing is, it's 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 doable. Like yeah. I know we're not afraid to try it. So. Yeah. You know that if anyone's gonna do it, it'll be honest. I know. I know. So uh, that that's a possibility. One thing uh, we've talked about too when it comes to imagining your life is you just cannot even predict how you're gonna no. be in seven years. It it yeah. There's twists and turns. So impossible to even year. predict. Yeah. I mean, but I think if I look at like practically parts of my life now that I would want to have in my life in 10 years would be continuing with fitness in some sort of capacity, whether it be CrossFit. I think group fitness is it for me, mm-hmm. whether it be CrossFit or orange theory or however it, it changes up in my life. I could see, or you go into yoga, some kind of thing, but I would love to be in CrossFit for as long as I can. And, um, I think being a being a dentist somewhere, mm-hmm. hopefully in Iowa. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I would say in ten years. Um, hopefully. Doing an Ironman, I want to do an Ironman yeah. for sure. Yeah, um, I think I just want to be yeah healthy, loving up my fitness. Um, I mean, hopefully like married and maybe have a kid or something, and just doing things with my kids, like being a good spouse and parent, um, and then a good dentist too, and just serving the people around me and. Yeah, kind of living out the life that we have now, but just in a different way, um, being older, but still saying yes to things, still having fun, yeah. still traveling and laughing and um, stuff like that. But it's encouraging. I think people listening to this, like, uh, one of our professors showed us a video of, like, it is impossible to even predict the change in 10 years. And, like, when they survey people, like, before and after, like, everyone always changes way more than they think. Because it's impossible for us to actually think who you're going to meet or what's going to happen, like... Good and bad, but obviously everything is used, like, for good, and um, it shapes you for who you are. So I think it's – I love that question because it's, like, can't even dream it up. Like, you have these things, but it's, like, I can't even imagine what it's going to be like. No. But mm-hmm. obviously, yeah, doing fitness and CrossFit and maybe a marathon in there, Ironman for sure. I'll for yeah. sure do that. Some, some ultra-endurance events I think would be pretty cool. Even within the world of CrossFit, I think, like, it would be a really cool goal to – qualify for some kind of even quarterfinals yeah yeah, like that would be like even a a cool goal um just progressing and making those goals over time Mm -hmm. I think is a great way just continuing to live out fitness and making it live in your life Mm -hmm. and yeah yeah great stuff ladies well thank you so much for joining me uh for this episode thank you um all right everybody uh that's gonna be it for for episode number 20 we'll see you back for episode number 21 have a good day